Hey, and welcome to the Crosspoint Podcast. Let's get into this week's message from Pastor Michael Tadlock, and may it bring healing, hope, and ultimately, transformation. All right, Ezekiel 37, if you're there now, shout amen. All right, got a couple of you. We're going we're gonna to move on. Ezekiel 37, we're going to begin reading at verse number 1, and we're going to go down through verse number 14. Verse 1, the hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones, and caused me to pass by them round about, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Verse 4, again he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you, and I will bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and and ye shall live. Ye shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied there was a noise, and behold a shaking, and the bones came together, bone to his bone. When I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came up upon them, and the skin covered them above, there was no breath in them. Then said he unto me, Prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, Thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. And so I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived, and stood up up upon their feet, an exceeding great army. And then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried and our hope is lost. We are cut off for our parts. Therefore, prophesy. Prophesy. And say unto them, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. And ye shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up out of of your graves and shall put my spirit in you and you shall live and I shall place you in your own land then shall ye know that I the Lord have spoken it and performed it thus saith the Lord I want you to look at verse 12 Therefore prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, 
Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Now, I gave them a title before service. They like to have that. But I'm going to change it just a a, a little bit because I titled it Coming Up and Out. We're going to add one or so words. We're going to title it today Coming Up and Out and In. Would you look at your neighbor and tell them I'm coming out? Tell them like this, say, I'm coming up, I'm coming out, I'm coming in. Come on, tell somebody beside you, I'm coming up and out and in. Come on, tell them right now. Woo, tell them like you really mean it. I'm coming up and out and in. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you today for your word. We thank you for this time of worship. Thank you for what you've already done. We ask you to continue to work and move. We pray, God, that revelation will come that will bring a complete and and total transformation of our hearts and our lives today. Do what only you can do. We need you now. We ask you to show up right now in this place, in this moment. Lord, for each and every one of us here and for those that are watching by live stream, Lord, let the Holy Ghost begin to move. Oh, how we need you. Come and make yourself known, Lord. I give you all I am, Lord, as a vessel in your hand. I pray you use me today. Give me strength to declare your word. Have your way, and we'll give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Before you're seated, tell two or three folks again. Tell them, say, I'm coming up and out and in. Come on, up and out and in. That's what's about to happen in my life today, up and out and in. Hallelujah. This passage of Scripture in Ezekiel 37 is, is not a, an unfamiliar passage to most any of us in this place today. The song that we sang rattle references this passage of Scripture here, and, and I believe today that the Holy Spirit, He's been dealing with me over this passage for quite some time to revisit it and to preach from this passage, and I've been waiting for just the nudge of the Holy Spirit Today is that day, and so I pray that you'll open your heart this morning and hear that that the Lord would desire to speak today. Verses 1 through 3, we find that the prophet is expressing here that there was a vision that God gave him, and it was a vision of a valley that was full of bones. We find that he says here that the in verse 1 that it was full of bones, in verse 2 that the Lord caused him to pass round about and to look and to see these bones. That There were very many in this open valley and he, he characterized them as very dry. In verse 3, the Lord asked a question unto the prophet and said, Can these bones live? And The prophet Ezekiel responded back and said, Lord, you know. Only you know whether or not these bones can live. Lord God, thou knowest. How many of you know that the Lord knows the end from the beginning? How many of you believe that? How many of you believe today that nothing catches our God off guard? Do you know that today? 
He's never sitting on the throne and has a shock moment of something that has happened on the earth, no matter how shocking it may be to us. God Almighty is omniscient. He's all-knowing. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere, and he's omnipotent. He is all-powerful. So today, the prophet put it back on the Lord in declaration of saying, Lord, I, I don't know. To me, it looks bad. It looks hopeless. It looks dark. It looks like it is a, a, a dire situation. So I'm not going to declare any of what I'm thinking and what I'm seeing, Lord. I'm going to speak in faith here in this moment, Lord, as your prophet and declare. And Ezekiel says the words, oh, Lord God, you know. You know, Lord, you see the condition. You see the circumstance. You see the struggle. You know whether or not these bones can live. Today, I believe that the Lord wants each one of us in this place today to hear a word. Not a word from our neighbor. Not a word from gossip. Not a word from Facebook or social media. But today, I believe each and every one of us in this room need a word from the Lord. How many of you know a word from the Lord is a word that will change us? If you believe that, say amen. Verse 5 and 6, the Bible says that, it says, Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones. He tells him there for him to prophesy in verse 4. He says, prophesy under the bones. He commands them to prophesy. I, I, I want you to look at verse 4. I was jumping a little too far ahead. He said, prophesy upon these bones. And that word prophesy, it meant to, to speak by divine inspiration. He said, say unto these dry bones, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. I want you to turn to your neighbor and tell him, hear the word of the Lord. Today, that's the only word I want us to hear is the word of the Lord. Verse 5 and 6, this was the word. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones. The Lord God, that was the title that the Lord used in that moment. And it was Adonai Jehovah. Adonai Jehovah. It was the God, the self-existent one, the eternal one, the present one. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones. He said, I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. Now I want you to notice something here. Listen to me. He didn't tell them the first thing that he spoke wasn't, I'm going to take you through a process where I'm going to bring things back together in your life. He didn't tell them, I'm going to begin to bring bones together. I'm going to begin to bring muscles and tendons and all that together. That's not the first thing that he told them. The first thing that he said unto them was, I want you to know, I'm going to, bring li- I'm going to breathe life into you and you shall live. How many of you know that we need today a kind of refreshing and revival that will come to our spirit for us to know that God can do the impossible, that God can work the impossible. That even in our natural eye when it looks like all hope is lost and there is no way that dry bones could ever come together, much less be alive, God says, I'm going to do what you don't think can be done. I'm going to do what the devil said won't happen. I'm going uh, to do what the devil is trying to keep from happening in you. I'm going to breathe life into you and you shall live. Hallelujah. You shall live. 
He said, I'll lay sinew upon your tendons, and I'm going to bring flesh upon your muscles, and I'm going to cover you with skin, your identity, and I'm going to put a breath in you, and you shall live, and you're going to know. There's not going to be a doubt in your mind. You're going to know. Is there anybody in here today that can declare you know beyond any, any shadow of a doubt that you're saved and on your way to heaven? You've got a no-so kind of experience that you know you're saved. You know you're redeemed. There's not a maybe-so. or Come on now. Is there anybody that will declare today, I know. I know my Jesus, and I'm on my way to heaven. Hallelujah. You're going to know that I am the Lord. In verse 7, the Bible says that the prophet prophesied. Oh, I feel you, Lord. He prophesied as he was coming. How many of you know sometimes all the Lord desires is obedience? All the, all the Lord desires is just open your mouth and be obedient. So I prophesied as I was commanded and as I prophesied. While the words were still coming out of the prophet's mouth, there was a noise and then a shaking. Behold, a shaking and bones came together, bone to his bone. All these fragments of bones in the hand and in the feet all scattered through the body all in the head and in the neck and vertebrae and leg bones and, and, and arm bones and I don't know all the technical names for them but all these bones just begin to come together in the midst of this shaking bones begin to come together and begin to connect how many of you understand today anybody got that testimony and there was once a time in your life that you were like bones that were scattered in the valley, but somehow or another, God puts you back together. I want to know who I'm talking to today, that God puts you back together when you thought you couldn't make it, when you didn't feel like you could put another foot in front of the other, when you didn't even have a leg to stand on. God Almighty showed up in, the, in your valley. He began to breathe into your life as the word of God was there, and there was a noise that came into your soul. There was a noise that came into your spirit and things begin to come back together in your life and God did what nobody else can do what the banker couldn't do what the lawyer couldn't do what the counselor couldn't do what the preacher couldn't do God Almighty begin to do it in your life and bring it all back together hallelujah Woo, glory to God bones came together Verse 8, the prophet stood there and he watched. He said, and I, when I beheld, when I was looking, while I was looking, I heard this noise and I heard all this and there was a shaking in that valley and in that valley all of a sudden, things begin to happen and as I was looking, here come tendons that are forming on the bones. I can see it happening right before my eyes where the bones had no ability, no no, no means of motion and movement, but all of a sudden, tendons begin to be formed and in front of my eyes he's saying, I begin to see muscles that begin to be attached. They just grew right there where they were supposed to be and I looked and I could see all of 
a sudden now, from head to toe, not only did I see bones coming together, not only did I see the means to get up and get out of this valley, not only did I see the power to stand as an exceeding great army, but now there's a skin that is forming on him because his bones had no identity. I don't. I didn't know any. I couldn't tell a difference in any of them. But now there's a skin coming, and there's a distinct difference from this one to this one. It's like I'm starting to see identity again, where I identity have been stolen I'm seeing an identity that is forming I'm seeing a skin oh but I look and there they are they're, they're formed but there's no breath in them but I heard he said I heard the word of the Lord and said prophesy unto the wind are you hearing me today there's some of you in this place today that you've been through some things in your heart in your life in your home and the enemy may have stripped you of the identity that God had given you. You used to be used to the Lord. You used to stand in the anointing. You used to bask in his presence. You used to be a strong person. You used to be filled with joy, filled with peace, but you found yourself laid out in an open valley as dry bones. But can I tell you today, the word of the Lord is that God is a God of restoration. He's not going to leave you in the valley. He's not going to allow you to stay in that valley if you'll but hear the word of the Lord. Hear me today. Ah, as we look, we also see where Ezekiel said, I see them. And yes, it looks, I can tell that it's come back together. They look fine on the outside. On the outside, they look, they look okay, but there's no life there. There's no life. They're, they're, not, they're not awake. They're not conscience, conscious. And he said unto him, prophesy under the wind. Speak to the wind for the wind to come. Look in verse number nine, prophesy. He said, saith the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain that they may live. The four winds, the north and the south and the east and the west. I took that to mean that the Lord is saying that yes, you may be in the valley of dry bones in your life. Yes, you may be in a place that you're trying to get it all back together and to come to a place of stability once again. But listen to me. The only way to face the days that are ahead of you is the breath of the Holy Spirit inside of you today. It's, it's the breath of God today filling your heart and filling your life. And he said, prophesy under the winds. And in verse 10, he prophesied as he was commanded. Winds come. Winds come from the four corners, the north, the south, the east and the west I just want to say to you today that maybe you're in that valley and maybe you've started to get your feet back under you but there's still death that is surrounding you death that is filling you your lungs, spiritual lungs haven't expanded, your heart isn't beating anymore, can I tell you that there's
there's a wind of the Holy Spirit that'll blow in your life today and I'll bring you back to a place of life. Hallelujah. And it's not gonna come from just one direction. See, the only way I can figure it is that when it comes from all corners, it ends up being as though it is an encirclement. It's gonna surround you like a tornado wind. Oh, like a tornado wind of God. I know the devil thought he had you. I know the devil thought he was gonna whoop you. I know the devil thought that he had you surrounded. But I've come to tell you today that Jesus gave up the ghost on the cross and 50 days later, the Holy Ghost was poured out on the day of Pentecost. And because of that, me and you can experience the winds of the Pentecostal power. Y'all quit worrying about the altar. I'll ride it all the way down if I got to. Because I want to tell you today, I'm confident this morning that the Holy Ghost is in this place and he's ready to breathe on somebody. He's ready to feel somebody. He's ready to heal somebody. He's ready to, ah, I wish somebody did in here with me today. The Holy Ghost is ready to touch your life today. prophesied of the wind breathe on these slain that word slain these destroyed breathe on these destroyed that they may live and from every place the wind is blowing how many of you know when you open your heart up to the Lord you can't escape him ah you can't escape that wind blowing in your spirit Breathe on us, Lord. The prophet looked, and the Bible says <coughs> that breath came into them, and they lived and stood up upon their feet, an exceeding great army. It's the only way the prophet could describe it. An exceeding great, strong army. In verse 11 the Bible tells us that the Lord begins to reveal. He begins to reveal unto the prophet what this vision was all about. It was a vision showing what God desired to do for the kingdom of Israel. But I believe for us today it's a vision expressed of what the Lord desires to do in us as his people. I want you to look in verse number 12, I'm sorry, verse 11. Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, they say our bones are dried and our hope is lost and we are cut off for our parts. Hear me now. They say, would you just look at your neighbor and Tell them I'm not concerned about what they say. Really what matters today is what the Lord says. But I want us to look at what they say because the first thing they said was our bones are dried. Stay with me. You see, when we're talking about bones that are dried, we're talking about bones that 
the bone marrow is completely dried up. When the bone marrow is dried up, it's an indication that the damage that's been done is catastrophic. When the bone marrow is dried up, they, the bones, it shows that they've been in this state for a long time when the bone marrow is dry. I'm no, not a doctor. I'm not in any, anything by any means in the medical field. So, you know, all I can tell you today is what I learned in Miss Gavin's biology class and what I found out on Google. I know Google can be wrong sometimes, but you see, it's bone marrow that produces our red blood cells that carry oxygen. It's bone marrow that produces our white blood cells that fight off infection. It's bone marrow that produces our platelets for clotting to stop the bleeding. See, in essence, it's what's used to sustain life in us. And here he's saying the bones are dried, the bone marrow is dried, the bone marrow is gone. And for many today, that translates to the place of feeling like you can't breathe. You're continually battling infection in your spirit, and you no longer can stop the bleeding in your life. Hear me today. He said our, the bones are dried. That word dried means this, to be dry dried up, withered. Listen now, this is the Hebrew word. To be dry, dried up, withered, ashamed, confused, disappointed. Anybody ever experienced that in your life? These bones are dried. I'm dried up on the inside. I've withered on the inside. I'm ashamed on the inside. There's confusion in my life. I'm so disappointed in my life. These bones are dried. Where we used to stand strong and tall now, we're in fragments, we're broken, we're withered. Anybody got that kind of testimony that you've been there before, amen? Looking back in my own heart and in my own life, I've been in this valley of dry bones before. But they didn't stop there. They went on to say our hope is lost. They felt completely and totally hopeless. And the word hope there, it actually means, yes, expectation. It means expectancy, it means the thing longed for, but it also meant cord, something that was used for binding. Our hope is lost. In other words, what, what used to allow you to be able to hold it together, you don't have anymore. You've come to a place that you've lost it, so to speak, in your life with the battles and the struggles that you're facing, financial problems, uh, problems in the home, problems on the job, things that you're dealing with at school. It's brought you to the place and it's went on for so long you you feel like you just can't hold it together anymore that it may never change in your life they felt like hope was lost what used to give you a sense that good things are coming what used to give you a sense of a bright future ahead of you what used to give you a sense of expecting great things are going to happen in your life that is all gone that's been broken inside of you and now you can see no way out you find and feel in your heart and in your life that all hope is lost. But then they said we are cut off from our parts. Jameson Fawcett Brown commentary said this, like a withered branch cut off from a tree or a withered limb from the body. Nothing 
is there any longer to give you strength or hope. You feel cut off from the Lord. You feel separated by the struggle that you're in. You feel separated by your pain. This was where they were at. We're cut off from our parts. We're to pieces. We're broken in our lives. And I can tell you, I was thinking as the Lord was burning this message in my soul, I was thinking of some of you that have been, in your testimony is that of being delivered from drugs and delivered from the bondage of, of meth and alcohol and, and how there was one that point, Sister Jennifer, in your life that you were broken and you were shattered, but God showed up in your valley of dry bones and began to put you back together and begin to lay sinew and flesh and skin on you and breathe into you now where you were once broken, where you felt like your bones were dried and all hope was lost and you were cut off from your parts, from those things that you found found joy in and peace in and, and, and health in. You were cut off but the Lord brought you back and the Lord turned it all around and today in your heart and in your life no matter who you are today I want you to know that God sees you right where you are he sees you in your circumstance Sister Kelly he sees you in your battle he sees you in your struggle in your hour of difficulty and I want you to know today his declaration for you today is that you are gonna live you you're not going to stay in this valley you're in. You are going to live. Does anybody hear me this morning? You are going to live. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise today. <laughs> Verse 12. He declared this. Behold, O my people. Kind of like me talking to my daughter. Say, listen, baby. It was words of affection. It was words of, of ownership. Oh, my people. Would you just say these words, I am his? Come on, say it out loud. I am his. Say it like you really mean it. I am his. Now say, he is mine. He's saying, oh, my people. He's calling us even by our name. Oh, my people. I want you to look with me now. Look there with me. In verse number 12, he said, oh, my people. He said, I will open your graves. I just want to go ahead and get some musicians up here if I can. He said, I will open your graves. Glory to God. You know, got to thinking about that one statement there. And maybe you're in this place today and in your life. I guess all I could see in my mind's eye with this is just the devil dragging somebody and putting them in a shallow grave, covering it up trying to bury you in that grave. But the Lord's saying, I'm going to open your grave. Oh, you might have been in a place in your life, you've been put in a pine box and put in, put in the grave, and the devil has told you you're not going to make it out of this. You're not going to survive this. You're going to die in the middle of this. But the Lord is saying, I am going to open your grave. Huh. 
I am going to open your grave. I watched the news report this past week of a, a man that had, he had actually um, murdered his, his fiance and her unborn child. And he took the police back to the area that he said that he buried them. And they were out there with excavators and everything you can think of to try to locate her bones. I want you to know today that Jesus Christ, when he died on the old rugged cross, as we call it, when he died there and he cried out those words, it is finished, to tell us, die, it is finished. It meant this. It meant there is no place that you can go in life, in life or death, that he's not going to know right where you are. He's not going to know right where you're struggling, right, right where you're battling. And he knows, and maybe you feel today like you, you're so buried beneath your trouble, so buried beneath your struggle, so buried beneath your addiction, so buried beneath the stronghold, so buried beneath the pain that there is no hope for you in this life. But I've come to tell you today that the Lord knows right where you are. Did you hear me? I said the Lord knows right where you are. And mama, he said that he is going to open the graves. He said, I will open your graves when others back back up from you and say uh-uh I can't do it I can't I don't know what's in there I don't know that I want to deal with it I don't know that I want to face it I can't help you through what you're facing sis I can't help you through what you're feeling bro I can't help you oh but the Lord says I'm going to open your grave I don't mind dealing with what's stinking in your life I don't mind looking at what's broken on the inside of you I don't mind looking down in the depths of your heart and your life and all the pain that is there. I'm going to open your grave and I'm not opening it. Just point it out to everybody and everybody else can look down. Oh, yep, there they are. No, I'm opening it for one reason, he's saying, because I'm going to bring you up. I'm going to bring you out and I'm going to bring you in. And I've come to declare you today, unto you today, some of you have been in that grave way too long and the Lord is calling you name and he's here today to bring you up I said he's here to bring you up out of your grave He doesn't need forensic brushes. He doesn't need a microscope to look. He looks, I know that's him. That's my creation. I remember when I formed him. Yep, I remember that way I made that bone right there. I remember, I know that's Mo. I'm opening this grave up. I know where he's at. How many of you are thankful that you're never too low that the hand of God can't reach you? Come on now. I'm buried in this thing, preacher. Buried in addiction. Buried in hidden sins. Buried in strongholds in my life buried in it
said, I am going to open your grave like a Lazarus. Take away the stone. Oh, but Lord, by now, he stinks. I know the stench of death. I'm just thinking what Jesus would have said or thought in his own mind. I know the stench of death. I've, I've actually been there before. And I know that that stench of death wants to hold on to him, just like the stench of death for us wants to hold us down in that grave. But I believe Jesus, you know, he looked back at Martha and he said, Didn't I tell you that if you'll believe... Though he were dead, what? Yet shall he live. I'm going to open the grave and I'm, I'm bringing you up. You've been down long enough. You've been discouraged long enough. You've been depressed long enough. You've been dealing with anxiety long enough. You've been panicking long enough. Here, I just want you to know that I'm, I'm bringing you up out of this. I'm bringing you up. Well, you're not going to battle this anymore. You're not going to be laying in this grave any longer. I'm bringing you up, but I'm not only going to bring you up. I want you to know I'm bringing you out. You're not going to stand up just in the grave and be right down. No, I'm bringing you out. I'm bringing you out of it. You're going to get out of that grave. You're going to get out of that place of death and darkness. You're getting up, and I'm bringing you out. Listen to me. There's no program that can bring change into our lives. None. Any program that has any success rate of change, it's not because they have a good organization. It's only because of Jesus. Did you hear me? And today there's some in this place that you've been being tempted to climb back in the grave. You've been being tempted to lay back down in that pine box that the Lord has brought you out of. But I want you to know that he's calling your name. Oh, my people. Oh, my people. Oh, Marshall. Oh, my people. Oh, Alvy. Oh, my people. Are you hearing me? He's calling your name. Oh, my people. I'll bring you out. Don't go back to it. Don't go back to it. Don't go back to it. Oh, my people, don't go back to it. I'm bringing you up. And I'm bringing you out so I can bring you in. How many of you believe God has a plan for our lives today? I said God has a plan for our lives. Jeremiah 29, verse 11, For I know the thoughts, I know the plans that I have for you, saith the Lord. Thoughts to give you a hope and a future. That's the NIV version, and I don't, don't quote the NIV, but I like that version because some of you need to hear it today. The Lord's going to give you hope.
and a future. You know, give me some singers, please. He said, I'm going to bring you up, I'm going to bring you out, I'm going to bring you in. And you're going to know something. You're going to know that I am the Lord when I do this. There will be no doubt in your mind, God did this. He said, I'm going to put my spirit in you. I'm going to give you what you need to survive. I'm not just going to give you what you need to survive, but I'm going to give you what you need to thrive. I'm going to bring a Holy Ghost revival to your life, and you shall live. Would everyone just say those words, I'm going to live? Would you just say that out loud, I'm going to live? Come on, say it like you mean it, I'm going to live. Because the devil's convinced some of you you're going to die in the midst of this, but declare, I am going to live. No more dry bones, no more brokenness, no more weakness, no more death, no more shallow graves of depression, anxiety, oppression, and despondency. Declare in your life today, I am going to live. I'm going to say something to you. There's some of you that are in this place today that need to sever some ties with some folks. Because there are some of you that have some people in your lives today that keep pushing you back down in the grave. They keep pushing you down in the grave again and again, and you think that they're good for you, but they're pushing you back into that grave. And it, you're going to have to sever some ties so you can get up and out and into what God has for you. Do you hear me today? I know not everybody wants to hear that, but it's the truth. Some of you have had to walk that. Some of you are walking it now. I wish you could see what I see from up here, what I've seen. See, the answer to you coming up and out and in was in verse 4. Dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. I want to ask you to stand with me. I can just see how the Holy Spirit's trying to work on folks all through this room. Some of you are in valleys, dark places in your life. Some of you, maybe you're not necessarily in a dark place, you're just in a dry place. And you need the life of the Lord again. Some of you, you just need a move of God today. You just need the breath of God to breathe inside of you. Regardless of what the need may be in your soul today, I believe the Holy Spirit is here. 
hear the word of the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord. It's time the cycle ends. Did you hear me? It's time the cycle ends. It's time that you come to a place in your heart and in your life. The cycle is over. I didn't think I was going to be able to make it through this today. You want to say something, Sister Shelby? So for the past 15 minutes, my heart is about to explode. So I feel like I need to say this, and I don't know how, and I don't have always great words, so bear with me. But the Lord is speaking to me to say my testimony. And two years ago, I fell across this altar, and I gave my life to God. Shortly after, I looked at Pastor, and we did a Wednesday night where people went up and talked about their testimony. And I said, I'm not yet there, but I'm in it. And one day, I'll share it. And I won't get into a lot of details, but as a child, if you looked at my life, you saw a well-round, happy-go-lucky girl, and everyone thought everything was fine. Well, as I got older, I started realizing the things that I've went through in my life that was covered up in my family. And I know there's ears in here, so I'll just say there was abuse that I dealt with. And I didn't really know how to deal with it. I didn't know how to process it. I knew of God, but I didn't have him in my heart. And it was hard for me to really just focus on, I just survived. I went in survival mode. I told myself I'm okay. I thought I forgave and I moved forward on my life. Well, as I got older, I God brought me to this amazing family that I work with and I led me to God. And God broke me down over this altar and I realized that I was broken. I was ashamed of what happened to me. I was, I, I can't even explain to how I felt, but the day that I gave myself to the Lord, it changed me and it gave me peace, the peace that I know that whatever you're going through, not everyone's gone through my struggle or my abuse that I went through, but just give it to him and he will bring you to where you need to be. And, and not every day is perfect. I go through every life of struggles and I'm not a, a perfect person, but with God, I know that I can do this and that he gives me the strength and he gave me some people that has healed my wounds or you didn't, but you gave the words to me and the Lord has healed me. And I just want to say to you that today is the day to not hold on to that. Let it go. Let it go and move on and God will get you to where you need to be. And I just think God's given you a place to be here. So just give it to him and I'm going to keep going on. So I got to let it go. It's my daughter in the Lord right there. Would you give her a great big hand? So today... I don't know if you've ever known your pastor to be speechless. But I feel like the Holy Spirit used you. And you don't even know how he used you. You have no clue how he just used you. 
you just obeyed the Lord. So I believe that this moment is for every person in here to let go of something and give it to God. Let Him bring you up and out and in to where He wants you. And so, I don't even know what y'all are going to sing. I don't really, I mean, I do care, but but I want to ask for those that will be brave enough right now to say, I'm coming out of this valley. I'm coming out of this grave. I'm coming back to life today. I'm going to let go of what's been hurting me and killing me, whatever it is. And I'm coming back to life today. I want to ask for those that may not be but one person, but I'm going to ask for those that will come, come join me down here at these altars right now. It's going to take a big man, big woman, big lady. Just, just step out. Come on. I'm letting go. I'm coming out of this grave. Come on, buddy. Come on. There's more. Something you've been... It's had you in a place of death, in a valley, a place of pain. Spirit's dealing with more. There's even husbands and wives in this place today that there's death in your home. The enemy's prevailing. That could turn around today. That could turn around today. Maybe God is waiting on you, sir, to finally be the priest of your home and lead the way in godliness and in righteousness. Let God change you so your marriage can be changed. I'm coming out of this grave. I'm coming out of this grave. We're going to tarry just a few moments. I'm coming out of this grave today things change. Today, things turn around. Today, today, right here, right now, I'm coming out. I'm coming up. I'm coming out. I'm coming in in the name of Jesus. Today, things change. Maybe you've been in a place of hurt and pain in your soul. Maybe death has been surrounding you. Maybe you've been battling with depression or anxiety, panic attacks. You've been discouraged. You've been disappointed. You've even been confused. You've been ashamed. Today is a day of transformation for you. Today is a day of freedom for you. But you've got to be willing. You've got to be willing to let go of it. Let the Lord do the work. Hallelujah.
Thanks for joining us. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. It helps this podcast reach even more people. Crosspoint can now be your home church from wherever you are through the weekly live stream on Facebook and YouTube and this podcast. For more information on Crosspoint, be sure to check out crosspointpdl.org. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next week.